Joining us in the studio, it is a Fido Friday with the Georgian Triangle Humane Society. We have Airly Manchester. Airly, great to see you. Good morning. Uh, and also with Airly, we have Adrienne Thorpe. Good to have you, Adrienne. Thanks for having me, John. And the lovely Mia the Wonder Dog. She is adorable. She's just sitting so politely right beside us right now, being such a good girl. She's a puppy, but boy, she's really well behaved. Yeah, she's only three months old, uh, give or take. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she's really well behaved. She's being awesome in here today, and she's <laughs> absolutely gorgeous. Definitely need to check out that video on Facebook. She's she's a cool looking dog. Yeah, we just shot a video of uh, of the lovely Mia, and uh, we had so much fun with her. So you check that out on our Facebook page. Uh, we do want to talk about Mia and the fact that she's up for adoption and if you someone wants to adopt Mia or any other dog or cat what do they do uh, visit our website is always the best place to start gths.ca you can read um, all about our adoptable animals see little photos of them descriptions things like that um, and then if you see someone you think might be a good fit for you come on over to the shelter we're open for adoptions from 12 to 4 seven days a week and we can introduce you You've got a couple of events coming up soon. Uh, yeah, we have lots of stuff on the go. Uh, we have uh, an information session coming up that Adrian can tell us a little bit about here. Yeah, Adrian, this is uh, you. You look after volunteers, and and let's be honest about this: Georgian Triangle Humane Society gets no funding from the government necessarily. That's true. Uh, it's a hundred percent funded by uh, the community, and. You know, when, you, when you're doing a nonprofit, you need volunteers, and you're fortunate to have an army of them, but you're always in need of them. We are. Um, volunteers truly are the lifeblood of the organization. Ultimately, they're the ones that do all of the, of the care and the work um, and everything behind the scenes as well, uh, from the point of view of actually assisting at events, fundraising, administrative, as well as caring for the dogs or the cats in our care. Uh, we also have humane education programs, so we go out in the community and uh, talk to kids, and we're part of the curriculum as well for that. It's interesting when you meet Georgian Triangle Humane Society volunteers, they come from all different stripes. It's not just older folks, it's not just younger folks, mm -hmm. it's... Uh it's really a little bit of everybody from the community. It's true. And we're definitely seeing a bit of a change in the demographics. I guess in years gone by, it was primarily females. And a lot of them were kind of late 60s, 70s, 80s. Right, uh, right now, we've actually got a huge amount of interest from kids. Um, so a lot of um, children are wanting to complete their community hours with us. Uh, others just want to do co-op placements or just generally come in to snuggle the cats. <laughs> uh, so we're definitely oversubscribed to. And the children really do want to get involved with volunteering. Um, but also, we have a lot of people who are either temporarily um, out of work right. or looking for work or um, maybe have some illnesses that are preventing them from currently working. So it's true. We have people all the way from probably nine years old up until about late 70s, early 80s. Wow. Can you sign up for a specific job? For instance, if you're someone who doesn't like cats but loves dogs or vice versa, or if you know you, you might be allergic to pets but you love the philosophy, you can't <laughs> work with the animals but you want to work for the society. Yeah. Yeah, we definitely do get people surprisingly come in and say, I'm allergic to cats, but I want to help. Um, and that actually happens more often than you'd think. I bet. Um, so certainly there are some roles that people who are allergic to cats can't help out in because of the fact that we do quite a lot of laundry. Right. So there's handling of quite a lot of dog and cat fur. Um, but certainly the people who tend to be allergic, they may help out at different events out in the community or maybe do some work from home, again, with the Humane Ed program, um, as well as also with the dogs, ultimately they may have that opportunity too, dependent on how much experience they have with dog handling. If someone wants to be a GTHS volunteer, what do they do? 
Uh, the best way to start is actually to go on our website, again, gths.ca. Uh, we have a whole section on there that talks about our current openings. Uh, there's some frequently asked questions, and there's also an overview of all of the positions that we have, whether they're available or not. Um, so the best way to actually uh, go about things is just have a look at the website, see what intrigues you, fill in an application form, which again is also available on our website, selecting any and all of the criteria that you may be interested in. And then that way, that gives us a better idea about when your availability is and what areas you might be wanting to help within. Uh, and then we can hopefully get your placement. That sounds fine. Adriana, thank you so much for dropping by. Thank Early, you. Always great to see you. Thanks for having us. And thank you to the lovely Mia, who's now just kind of walking around the studio like she owns the place.